to the Catacomb Podcast. Created by a madman's distorted desires. What do you think will be the next obstacle the Earth people will put in our way? The saucers are up there, and the cemeteries out there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Catacomb Cult Podcast. My name is Javin Romero, and I am your intrepid host for this week. And I gotta stop saying that. I gotta come up with a different, like, your captain or something for this week. But, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm getting some good love from the the Happy Magic Music Hour podcast, you know, going through songs and stuff. I don't know if people are as entertained by them. I don't know if I'm as funny. I think I'm actually being more cocky, but I like doing them. So I have a bunch of them stacked up for when I don't have a episode planned. So be be on the lookout and please go like and subscribe and shit like that. Um, I like doing those. So, and I had a blast making the, the intro, the eighties intro, you know, to look like saved by the bell and shit kind of. Yeah, I'm a little out of breath. I just kind of jogged back from the liquor store because it's mayhem out there tonight. It's mayhem out there tonight, man. And um, yeah, there was this one guy getting yelled at, like right in front, right in front of everybody. The liquor store, you know, the liquor store, the the neighborhood hangout. And um, yeah, he was getting yelled at by his lady right in front of everybody, and you could just see he was mad, embarrassed. I guess like that's kind of. My mom growing up, you know, one thing that would set her off, I think I talked about it before, was embarrassing her in public. You know what I mean? Like if I was being a little like a little kid being a brat at Walmart because I wanted a toy or something like bitching and moaning or something that that would make her grind her teeth and like, you know, (laughs) hit you with the cart or something like that. But anyway, so like, yeah, I don't like being um, I don't like being embarrassed in public either. I was watching this guy and he was just getting yelled at, you know what I mean? Just fucking screamed at. <laughs> and he's and he just like, you know, he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut up. Like, you're embarrassing me. And it just reminded me of my ex one time. We were at a Brother Ali Bamboo. Bamboo and Brother Ali. If you don't know Bamboo, go check him out. He's a badass rapper. Yeah, we were at a Brother Ali show and we were in line at the Troubadour. Damn, I missed that place. It was it's a it's a venue in Hollywood. It's one of my favorite venues. I, I haven't been to a massive amounts of venues here, but out of all the ones I've been to, the Troubadour, you know, legends played there. Zeppelin, I think Grateful Dead, even like all the legends. Jimi Hendrix, I think there's there's been some like comedy specials like Richard Pryor from there and stuff. It's a it's a dope venue, and and we were kind of early in line because there's this balcony that you can sit down and put your feet up on the bars and like look right down onto the stage and it it's dope sound up there and I I like to get that spot because they go pretty quick you know I'm not a young man anymore I don't like and I'm short as fuck I don't like standing in the crowds and shit but anyway me and my girl are are in line and we're waiting you know and we're kind of close to the top so I know we're gonna get that that sweet spot in the balcony. And I don't even remember what we were fighting about. We were like, it wasn't like a fight fight, but we were like bickering about something. And she started getting loud. And I was like, hey, come on, like, chill out, bring it down. Like, and that's, you know, when you say that to somebody who's off their fucking rocker, they go harder. No, I'm joking. But yeah, and then she just started like, what, blah, 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 like, make, like, 
making a spectacle. And then I just was like, peace. And I went to my car, which was around the corner. I don't even know what I did. Probably just like, and then I think she stayed. I can't really remember. This was like four or five years ago. I think she stayed in line. And then I, I don't know. I think she came to my car or something. And then we got into the back of the line and we ended up having to stand to the side on the balcony yeah, I just remember that feeling. Like, I fucking hate that feeling. I don't know why. It's probably it's probably something fucked up with me. Sorry, I got like... This is the thing, being old. My eyebrows now fucking curl down into my... I gotta like trim my eyebrows. Who the fuck trims their eyebrows? They get super long and they like curl down into my eye. Jesus. I'm falling apart over here, Bazooka. But yeah, we did that and then we went into the concert and... Watched Brother Ali, or watched Bamboo open up, which, if you don't know him, like I said, he's a badass rapper. He's an activist and shit, for sure. Filipino dude. And uh, during Bamboo's set, because he's undeniable, he's undeniably ill, and you know, he's an L.A. native, and she's L.A. native, and uh, yeah, she like, she like, went into my ear and was like, thank you for bringing me, this is awesome. I was like, yeah, 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 all right. No, I dropped it then. But yeah, it's like, yeah, the getting embarrassed in public, I fucking hate that. But anyway, I watched some dope documentaries this week. Well, I won't say they're all dope, but I watched some documentaries this week. Some my sister was bigging up quite wrongly, actually. She was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I watched The Son of Sam and boy, do I have some gripes. I have some gripes. The the sons of Sam. They were trying to make it sound like David Berkowitz was part of a satanic cult. Which, and, th- and this is the time like when satan... I wanted to talk about satanic panic too. Because that shit is ever present. Even now, like, there's fringe... There's fringe groups that are exactly like the satanic panic... Except now it's even it grows even faster and is more amplified because of the internet, of course. But the satanic panic bullshit of the eighties, late seventies and eighties was ridiculous if you really look into that stuff. And this whole documentary is like a, a fucking slander on the Carr family, really. I mean, it sounds like they had some troubles themselves, like some drugs and suicide and stuff. But it's like, yo, like it's it's almost slander to me. Like, sure, maybe David Berkowitz was part of, like, a little, like, satanic group. Doesn't mean that group is murderous. I don't think most of these fucking groups, I've known some satanists in my life, and they're fucking dweebs, let me not tell you. Like, that's, like, it's, it's to me, when I see a satanist, it's not even, like, I don't think they're edgy. You know what I mean? I read the Satanic Bible. I had a friend who stole my copy of the Satanic Bible because his dad was like a preacher or something. And he was always like, oh, and, you know, I was like, I always told him, like, hey, man, for me to believe in Satan, I got to believe in God. And I don't. So I don't believe in the Christian. I don't believe in any scriptured God. I, you know, we don't need to get into that what I believe right now, but I was like, so I don't, you know, I'm just reading it because it's, I want to know what they're about and shit. And it's really about just like, fuck whoever you want. 
and don't hurt anybody. That's kind of like what it is. Be your own God, but just as long as you don't hurt anybody. That's kind of what it is. Do whatever you want just as long as you don't hurt anybody. And it's kind of a good message, you know. <clears throat> but but they're but the, the the fucking the satanic church is filled with like a bunch of dweebs like you know trying to be edgy or something and I don't see them I'm I'm not calling them dweebs if you're satanic if you're part of the satanic church I don't I, I don't think you're dweebs you're just as dweeby as other people but you know it's it's it, to me it's not like hardcore they're not fucking doing sacrifices and stuff and that's what it, but so maybe David Berkowitz was part of one of these groups and they just take the, and like you know who cares you know what i mean there was a lot going on in the late 70s and 80s i'd have probably i would have probably gone in some circle some orgies and, with some satanists back then you know what i mean the coke was flowing like water Back in the 70s, you know what I mean? Fucking cocaine everywhere. It was snowing nonstop. And, you know, just free love. It was coming off the summer of love, the the 60s, you know what I mean? It was it was probably badass. But anyway, but there were some funny characters in it. That that was the dopest part about the documentary, was all the old footage, the old 70s footage of New York City. And man, that shit was cool to me. I I I always like wonder where these document these documentarians get this footage, because they they were they would find all the footage that pertained to the Son of Sam, which I'm sure that that was kind of easy to find. But then they get like this stuff, these weird B roll shit. Like, is there a B roll site? I want to know that site because I'll buy some of that shit. I'll get a subscription to that site with a bunch of B roll. 70s shit that shit is cool i could make some badass promos with that but yeah that was the coolest part to me was seeing that and some of the characters you know the fucking you know i won't beat you guys over the head with my new york accent which is you know i'm from hell's kitchen and it's fucking flawless but like the guy who got shot in his head who survived he was like 19 he was like uh he like woke up out of his little like coma or whatever and and he was like Oh, I gotta be back before seven so my mother doesn't know I wasn't home. And the cop was and the cop told me, You got shot in the head, kid. You ain't going home anytime soon. And you know that fool has told that story a million times. And it's gotten to that point. I bet you the cop never even said that, but it's gotten to that point where this dude keeps telling that story and he has that punchline. You got shot in the head, kid. You ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> You know he's got it to that point. He's been telling it since 1976, and it's it's a finely polished story. That's what it is, you know. That's how my pops, my pop, my pops has like the I've heard the same stories a million times of when he was a kid, and and I could almost when he starts on one, you know, I could almost probably recite it like a fucking song. I love them though. I love the stories. But yeah, all right. What else we got here? The servicemen called themselves Son of Sam, and he was in the military. He was a son of Sam, you know? And and then all of a sudden they say, Son of Sam also means the devil. And I was like, Son of the devil? Like, where, where'd you pull that? Like, Son of the devil? I've never heard Son of Sam as being the devil, you know? You know, the right, his, um, his occult writing, though, was kind of cool, like, and suspicious. But it... it I don't think he like the whole fucking documentary was basically trying to say it wasn't him who acted alone. You know what I mean? And they were trying to 
fucking trashed this old man, John Carr, I think his name was, which he probably, he, he sounds like he was a piece of shit too, but it does, but he doesn't deserve to be slapped with the murderer fucking serial killer, you know, label. But, you know, obviously David Berkowitz was into the occult and shit, like just from his signature alone, you know, there's some crazy shit from the satanic panic though. That was, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think he was acting with anybody. And by the way, Paul Giamatti, I love him. Fucking bug eyes and all that. He was narrating the, the documentary, you know, but it's all the words. This whole documentary is the memoir of this detective dude or this reporter dude. Oh yeah. This detective dude, Maury, Mari, Maury was a, he was a journalist, right? And it's all like in his own words, you know? It's it's from his memoirs. That's what Paul Giamatti's fucking speaking on. Or he's reading it word for word out of his book. And it's and it's so it's like this dude got it in his head, son it because he thought it was a cool story, I'm sure. It's intriguing. Conspiracies are intriguing. That's why I used to be I used to love I still like looking into conspiracies. Not so much anymore. I'm kind of burnt, but um like, you know, it's intriguing. Like, hmm. Did they really fake the moon landing? Did Kubrick shoot it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, you know, so like, you know, I could understand like, oh, maybe Son of Sam wasn't alone. Maybe blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, so I get his point, but he got it in his head. And that's what happens with with people. They get it in their head that this is what happened. And they'll they'll shape any kind of evidence or any kind of non-evidence or any kind of facts into into like reinforcements that reinforce their their argument for said you know conspiracy and 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 it, there's some obvious shit in here that is obvious like what that doesn't make sense how do you get from here to here you know oh yeah like and like another thing like um he he brings it to the district attorney Mari Mari brings it to the district Mari Oh, Mari, he, he didn't even sleep. All he thought was Son of Sam. I gotta figure out Son of Sam. There's no more murders. There's no more 44 caliber murders. But he's still out there. That David Berkowitz, he wasn't the real Son of Sam. But anyway, Mari, Mari, he's a fucking hardworking, cigarette-smoking son of a bitch. He, um, you know, he brings it to the, the district attorney to reopen the case, like he pitches, like he says all this evidence he accrued and was like, this is why I think it's so-and-so and, and this and that. And, and David Berkowitz wasn't alone. And, and they denied like, no, like we're not going to reopen the case. And, uh, that, that, that simple point digs in deeper, makes, makes it more entrenched. Like, see, they're all part of it. This is all a conspiracy. And that's what's happening nowadays with certain fringe groups that will remain nameless, but yeah, like they use like that rejection or this kind of like ban or law or whatever and being like, see, we were right. We're right. They're fucking silencing us. You know what I mean? And that's what happened here. And you could tell after that because he, he even went harder. You know what I mean? Once you think everyone's out to get you, you, you're like, you're like fucking, 
That and you know, you feel like that. It's like paranoia when you think people are looking at you and nobody is. But it, you, if you think people are fucking looking at you, you're looking around. You feel like people are looking at you. You know what I mean? It's it's to shield it's to shield people from the harsh reality. You know what I'm saying? But you see that shit. You know, you see that shit where people's worlds get shattered from something they've believed their entire life. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or they they pour blood, sweat, and tears into research or whatever. And then you see it, like, get ripped away. They just can't handle that. So uh, they don't accept it. And, you know, it's cool. Whatever. We're all human. When you put in the work more than other people, you know what I mean? When When you're actually out there putting in the work and it's for a just cause you know what i mean like for it's for something like we got to catch this killer even though he's caught and nobody else is dying well you know people are dying but not in the 44 caliber killer way you know what i mean it's like but when you put in all this work it's it's all like for not you can't accept that so being wrong is not an option being wrong is not an option you know what i mean even though those people normally say, like, you got to be open to everything. My mind is open. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me get a beer. New beer. New year, baby. All right. Hello, everybody. Back. By the way, 40 EC beer koozies. Camo. Realistic camo. Come on. Buy two t-shirts. Uh, this, Not these ones. Buy two pieces of gear. Hats, t-shirts, whatever. And you'll get one of these for free. Gratis. And I always give out other little surprises and trinkets. So, yeah. Support the show, please. Actually, I want to get some. I, I don't screen print anymore. I got rid of my screen printing shit. So, if anybody's listening who knows, can hook it up kind of like a good deal, let me know. So, man, I wish stores... Would liquor stores and, and convenience stores would keep their beers as cold as mine. Keep their refrigerators as cold as mine, you know? It's a bloody shame. Yeah, I wrote a lot of stuff and um it was it was it's it's it I I don't want to get too much into it because I watched two documentaries that I think deal with the same kind of phenomena, which is that's the main theme. It's not Son of Sam for me this week. It's satanic panic. And I think they, like back then, they were also just labeling everybody Satanists. Anybody who's in the dark shit, who's like a little goth weirdo, Satanist. They're a Satanist. That, and you know what entails Satanists? You cut off chickens' heads and eat them and, and kill babies and all this and that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's almost like a hit piece. It's a, uh, but I did want to look into the process, the process church. Because that was supposedly connected to Manson and stuff. And they showed a clip of Manson talking about it. But I think he was probably just talking about it because Manson was on some other shit. But it's it seems interesting. And, I'll, and, I'll, and I might do an episode on it. You know what I mean? I might do an episode on all kinds of cults. You know what I mean? I know they just did one. I wanted to do one. But they just did a documentary on HBO about the Heaven's Gate cult. You know, the people in San Diego, in North San Diego... During hail bop. I remember that shit. That shit was crazy. Because I remember going on our roof to see the um, the comet. And then like the next day or something. 
Yeah, all those people killed themselves. It was crazy. I wrote, Maury didn't want Cali cops to interview Son of Sam. I can't remember why I wrote that. Oh, and that's another thing I was going to bring out. I thought I thought a few of Maury's letters, later letters that he received from Son of Sam later, like while he was in jail for like 10 years. I think Maury faked some of those shits, man. <laughs> I fucking... Because Maury tried calling him and setting up interviews and never could. But then he tried calling him and David Berkowitz hung up right away, but then wrote him a letter. It just sounds sus. If I do say so myself, it sounds sus. Suspect. From people my age. Oh, yeah, and that dude Raiden... They were saying why was why was he killed and shit and it's like but then but then right after that they said he owed this this I think it was Russian mafia thirty five million dollars. Like okay, well yeah, people will kill for you for that. You know what I'm saying? And then I wrote notice on notice how on the juicy sound bites they cut away. Oh yeah, they were definitely doctoring shit. Like, they would show uh, David Berkowitz talking, and then they would cut away from him talking and show, like, B-roll footage, but his you would still hear, hear the voice, his voice, but it would sound different, and it was chopped, you know what I mean? They were definitely fucking doctoring lines to make him sound like he was saying something else. That's why they were cutting away to B-roll footage, because his mouth, you know, it would be, like, all cuts, like, the way I do it here and shit. To make myself sound good. You know what I mean? So that's definitely what they were doing. I, I noticed that a few times. And yeah. Definitely doctoring that shit. Plus, Maury was feeding him answers and shit too. So when he finally got to interview him. But yeah, that was it. Let, let me say. I, I have a, a note here. Episode 3. Four, 48 minutes. 23 minutes in. I say people are so dumb. LOL. 4909 Smurfs D&D equals fucking morons. Oh yeah, I think I, let, let's look that up. Let's see if we can see what's going on here. Let's get on Netflix. Oh shit, do I have to sign into Netflix? That might be a nightmare. Cuz I use my mother's, my mother's, my mother. She's 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 suffering in 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 a Long Island now. She moved out of Hell's Kitchen. She's suffering in Long Island. Baking breads all day long and hand cranking laundry and yeah, you know, she's got hair wraps and aprons. She's just disheveled. Damn it, I should have saved that to my keychain. I never watched Netflix on my laptop. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, he's playing. That was for The Woman in the Window, which I will be watching and possibly reviewing. Maury was determined to talk to the cops out there. Maury. So. All right, here we go. Yes, you are a witch. A lot of the TV, he was working. Okay, so this is a talk show about, it looks like it's obviously about the satanic panic shit. Where the where they he says he's a witch and the whole crowd boos like boo. <laughs> so oh it's and it's Geraldo fucking Rivera. He's all over these fucking say he he's he's the fucking main culprit of 
or one of the main culprits of the satanic panic. I don't think he started it, but he fucking sure he sure fucking uh, blew the flames. What did, what do they say? Scattered the flames or whatever? Organization comprised the so-called Son of Sam cult just to put a label on it. It's real. We're talking about the dangers and powers of Satanism and devil worship this morning on People Are Talking. Joining us right now are three new guests. Maury Terry is an investigative journalist who is the author of the book The Ultimate Evil, which looks inside... Who's sensationalist. And Maury didn't realize it right away. And Herman Slater is a witch high priest who owns an occult shop in New York City. Mr. Slater, you claim to be a witch. I am a witch, yes. You are a witch. You hear the crowd? A lot of the TV. He was working on it. I fucking hate people, man. They all boo his ass. And he looks like a nice guy. He looks like he's trying to be cool looking, you know, with his little ascot and shit. Probably owns, probably has some shit like this, like with little skulls and, and, and taxidermied bats and a little book with some sage and... Here's how you purify your house. Here's how you you make your co-worker fall in love with you. Blah, blah, blah. Shit like that. Tarot cards. Like probably just trying to make an honest living doing with some doing something he's interested in. For Christ's sakes, leave the man alone. <laughs> all right. This one says 4909. Oh, all right. Let's, let's jump to 4909. Be a witch. Be a proud fucking witch, man. Fuck these people. He's fucking squares. All right, here we go. Professional is the other thing. You know. There was a satanic panic all over the country. Satanism is rampant. Hold on, let me pause it. Right there, they were just showing a newspaper article that said yoga, yoga class, because yoga was probably new back then to people, to Westerners at least. It said yoga class considered a satanic cult. People were fucking morons, man. They still are. Don't get me wrong. In America and Canada. But I'm glad we evolved well, a, little the other bit, thing. a little bit. There was a satanic panic all over the country. Satanism is rampant in America and Canada. In every school in America, you've got one kid who is at least seriously involved in Satanism. <laughs> Games like Dungeons and Dragons incorporate actual occult practices into the body of the game. Is this a satanic toy? It is used to represent the occult, yes. He's holding up a Smurf. When we look at the cartoon, we see Papa Smurf drawing a pentagram, a five-pointed occultic star on the ground. He lights candles at each point. He dances inside the pentagram. Chance match. It got out of control <laughs> and unfortunately i would say it's uh, the satanic panic man we got to delve deeper into it in a, another episode because this shit is hilarious like there's some clips it's just ridiculous and it goes into my next documentary that i watched i watched the more the murder among the mormons i really like that one but I'm going to i'm going to do another episode on that but the satanic panic goes into the cecil hotel and I know people loved the Cecil Hotel, so they're probably going to be mad that I'm about to shit on it. I know my sister loved that fucking show. She's like, you got to watch the Cecil. Oh, yeah, she's she she lives in Australia. No, I can't do an Australian accent. She lives in España, and she's like, Javin, Javin, you got to watch. I can't do this. All right, I'll stop with that shit. You, the, the, the Castilian accent. All right. 
But no, she was like, Jad, you got to watch the fucking Cecil Hotel. It's right downtown LA, fucking blah, 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 you know. And I watched it. And I completely skipped the third episode. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's why you didn't like it. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I, I was like, I can't do another fucking episode. And I, I only only reason I watched the fourth was it's like, I got to finish it. Maybe there's some crazy revelation. But it's a, basically a non-story. It's a non-fucking story. And I remember when it happened because I was, I remember when that girl died. Because I had just moved here. And my girlfriend who the brother Ali girl, it was 2012. I moved here at the end of 2012 and met her in like 2013, like beginning of 2013. And anyway, um, yeah, she was like telling me about the story and stuff and about how this crazy hotel downtown. And I was like, well, that's crazy, uh, well, you know, but, but the, it's, it's funny. It was like, even in 2012, they brought up this like satanic panic, like that dude, morbid spoiler alert, that dude, morbid, who was a rock star. They fucking completely fleeced that guy. And you can tell that, like, that's what I said. Like dudes who are like outwardly trying to be freaky and shocking are usually uh, not, not pussy. Uh, they're, they're usually like nerds, man. They're usually nerds, outcasts. You know, which I love, you know, power to you, man. I love people who are different and try to express themselves differently and all that. But he, they just fleece that motherfucker, man. Like, oh, look at him. Look at him. He sings about fucking killing people. And, you know, yeah, you could tell, obviously, that dude was a good dude. And he he seemed like legit broken up that his whole career was over because of that shit. How extensive it could have been. But you can't even judge that because you don't know. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it was basically a non-story. They should have just did one episode about fucking the Cecil, like, the history of the hotel. Like, the Cecil Hotel in the Prohibition to the Cecil Hotel in, like, the 70s. Like, and, and then the crack era. That that shit was interesting to me. Like, all the Skid Row stories and shit like that, you know? But they really did try to beat that. It was like three episodes of beating into your head how shady this hotel was. And then like at the end, they're like, oh, yeah. And this girl, she's had kind of like psychotic breaks before when she stopped doing her meds. She's had a couple at work and whatever. I think there was a McDonald's or something like that in in Canada. So, yeah, it was just probably that. Because they were hella speculative, too. And it was all these those internet sleuths. The internet sleuths. These internet detectives. I couldn't believe they kept showing them, like, acting like they were some kind of authority. Like, this one guy's like, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, yeah, people don't get depressed and kill themselves ever. That never happens. And he's just like, the way she died, just di-. she didn't have a mark on her body. But she's dead. That just doesn't make sense. And and by the way, by the way, no disrespect to this girl or her family. Like, I'm not shitting on them. I'm just shitting on the way. That shit's sad, I'm sure. I'm just shitting on the way this documentary painted this whole. They 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 acted like it was this build up to nothing. Like, I don't know. Not everything needs to be a documentary. I would have been happy with like a hour, hour and a half, maybe. One episode documentary about the Cecil Hotel. Tell that. Include that girl's story. Go ahead. I don't care. 
and then include a bunch of other stories. Like, <laughs> I bet you that one lady who was kind of like a weirdo, the manager lady, I'm sure she has a bunch of good stories to tell. Or, you know, some of the residents. In- interview more of the residents. I'm sure they've seen some his shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And the internet sleuth shit, that, that, that's probably why I was more bothered by it. All these people giving their opinions like... I've read many coroner reports in my life. Like, okay, but that doesn't make you a doctor. So shut the fuck up and get the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I know question everything, question everything. But yeah, maybe I am being an asshole, huh? (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Like, it doesn't make sense. But also for tourists or for people who have never been to L.A., Maybe just skip downtown. <laughs> Don't, you know what I mean? I, there's some cool spots down there. I've, 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 I've only, I've usually only been down there for like work stuff, but I have gone down there and bar hopped uh, uh, with my friend Casey when she used to live down there and stuff like that. I don't really know anybody who actually lives down there anymore, but um, there were some cool spots. You know, I went to that Cole's French Dip place. Where Bukowski used to chill, and you know I'm a huge Bukowski fan, but but for a tourist who's looking for the Cali California experience, especially somebody from another country, just skip downtown. <laughs> Actually, everybody, just skip downtown. Go to Hollywood. Hollywood's grimy too. Let me let me tell you that. Like you're not. It's Hollywood's not Tinseltown as it, as it's as its moniker. As it, as its moniker suggests, it's Hollywood's grime, grimy as fuck. Go to West Hollywood, the gay area. Go to go to like West Hollywood towards towards uh towards Beverly Hills. You'll you'll like it over there. You know what I mean. And uh, or Santa Monica. Go to Santa Monica. Just go to Santa Monica. That's family fun for the whole family. Family fun for the whole family. Kind of redundant, huh? They're bazooks. The satanic panic shit just kind of gets to me. And I don't know why it's been coming up a lot. Like, satanic panic has been coming up a grip. I I was just listening. I was just listening to NPR. Because sometimes, just when I'm on a quick drive, I just have NPR on to, to seem, you know... I get mad at NPR too. Don't think I'm just like a one-sided. I, my my hate is for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, they were talking about, you know, certain internet fringe groups. Yeah, they and they brought up the satanic panic. So it's been weird that it's been like hitting my radar a lot. And I want to like get into it a little more. And maybe that's what we'll do on the next episode. Maybe the next episode will just be satanic panic. Because, you know, I read that book and I thought it was so fun. I was pissed at at that dude for he wasn't really my homie, homie. He was like a homie's homie. <laughs> you know what I mean, homie? He uh, kind of I was really kind of mad that he took that book because I don't think I finished, finished it. But it's Anton LaVey, Anton, Le- Anton LaVey, even Marilyn Manson in his book. I know Marilyn Manson's canceled now, but I read Marilyn Manson's um book and he was like yeah he's met him because Antoine Anton LaVey wanted Mar- man you know he probably wanted that cred Manson cred and Manson said exactly what I said like yo to believe in fucking the devil you gotta believe in religion and shit like fuck that 
But anyway, it, those were they were good. They were good. The the Son of Sam was dope. Primarily, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool story. I just didn't believe it. I wasn't as angered as I was about Cecil. And I know that's probably going to fuck with people because people loved that shit. I saw people posting about it. My homie told me about it. My sister told me about it. And, and like, I was just like, lame. But, you know, maybe I missed it. Maybe I was a half a box of wine deep, so I didn't even understand it. You know, that is a possibility. But... Yeah, I think that'll be the next episode. Well, not, you know, the next solo episode will be all about Satanic Panic. And I'm going to do fucking research for once. You know what I mean? I do do notes, but not research. I should have I been prepared with clips. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's see what else we got here. Just for the fuck of it. Oh, yeah. Th- th- that's with the internet sleuths. That's why I really bugged me. I just read it. That's what really bugged me. They were like, what if, what if she was followed upstairs? What if she bumped into somebody and they got mad at her and, and chased her upstairs? What if it's like, yeah, what if, what, what if, what, what if my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. Whoa. You know, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, all the what ifs were just like, yeah, what if, what, like, that's not what, that's not what the evidence suggests at all. Like. So just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> when I say stop it like that, Bazooka gets her eye. Bazooka's eyes popped up like, what? Was I doing something wrong? Because that's all I yell at her constantly. Stop it. Stop it. Look, <laughs> look at it. That's funny. Zuka, you're doing great. You're such a sweet little girl. But yeah, Cecil Hotel, I thought was a stinker. I don't get in bunkers. What does that mean? Sometimes I like, I say stuff. Like, I'll be watching the thing. I'm, and I'm like, you know, I live alone, so I'm kind of psychotic. So I, I yell out random things while I'm watching stuff. Like, Jesus Christ, look at lady. You know, I'm loud as fuck watching a movie and stuff. Like, motherfucking idiot. You know, I, I yell that kind of stuff. And I write, and sometimes I write it down thinking I'll remember, like, my state of mind when I said it. Because I just wrote, I don't get in bunkers. Which is probably true, I guess. I don't know. I'm rambling. All right. I'm going to end this here. Thank you for listening. I don't say this ever, ever on episodes, but if you're still listening, which is probably doubtful from the analytics. No, I'm joking. Thank you, everybody, for even just listening to a minute. But um, if you are still listening, please like and subscribe. I'm really putting a lot of work into this shit. I know it just seems like I'm on here rambling, but when it comes to editing and and doing my little intros and doing these little freeze frames and shit like that. It's just a, it's a lot, you know? And then I go through the whole thing cause I stutter like a motherfucker and I don't want to subject you guys to what really goes down. You know what I mean? I ain't Joe Rogan and shit. He bit my haircut, <laughs> but, um, yeah, please like, and subscribe. Cause I, you know, I'm having fun doing this. And if it gets like, like where people really want to listen and stuff, but yeah, like, you know, if people dig it, you know, I'm it, it motivates me to keep doing it. You know what I mean? Because this is completely pure side project love. You know what I mean? And if people like are actually like engaging with me and and talking to me about like getting DMs and talking about what I talked about, which I have got a few. um, That's dope, man. And I, it, it, it fucking lights a fire like, yeah, I got to do another one, man. You know, got to let got to let motherfuckers know, you know. 
And if that, you know, so that, that, that it, it motivates me, you know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. I love you so much. I need a, I need like a, a call phrase to end the episode, like a, like a sign off, like, you know, like Anchorman, good night and good luck or no, what was Anchorman? Fuck you, San Diego or no. Anyway, you, you know what I'm talking about. I can't remember, but yeah, I need something like that. Like, all right, cultivists, cultivators, cult, cult, cultists, cult leaders signing off. Ka-ching. Anyway, I love you. Peace out. Don't watch. C- no, watch Cecil and tell me I'm wrong. Please, let's interact. But anyway, have a great week. Laters. Established in 399 BC, this is the Catacomb Cult. Catacomb Cult. Catacomb Cult.